T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there for home loan solutions that fit your life. Rocky can. What up? Merry Christmas. Hope wherever you are, especially if you're in a car listening to us on the roads, you're staying nice and safe because, Perloff, the weather across the country, except for the fine folks, our friends in, you know, San Diego, <laughs> who I'm sure have a great today, our friends in Arizona, our friends in parts of California, but... For a lot of the country, the weather is just straight up treacherous right now, including here in New York where we are. Seven games this weekend mm. will be played in freezing cold temperatures. Can I tick them off for you? Yeah, hit me. You got Saints-Browns going to be 11 degrees, real feel, negative 21. Yeah, I saw 63-mile-an-hour winds at parts of that game. Yes, gusts mm. up to 63 miles an hour. Oh, and surprise, snow, store, snow showers. This is completely unfair. Andy Dalton, my guy, is playing for a job, and he's gonna, <laughs> supposed to throw in that? What the? That's what's unfair about this, is Andy Dalton might not get a second crack, and, you know, he's already made enough money in his life. Uh, Bears and Bills. Yeah. 12 degrees, real feel, negative 14. Yeah, okay, I saw that one. How could the real feel be 26 degrees below <laughs> the actual temperature? Is it that windy? Because Chicago. That's yeah, why. Because fair, they call fair. it the Windy City. Okay. Uh, and it's going to be cloudy there, although I don't know about precipitation. You've got Stu's Las Vegas Raiders at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Eight degrees, real feel, negative <laughs> uh, 14. Oh How does Derek Carr do in that kind of weather, Stu? Well, let's see. Not yeah. well. <laughs> Derek Carr is from Fresno. Devontae Adams is from out there. Oh, man. I can't think of many warm, uh, cold weather well, At least weather Devontae guy. played in Green Bay has a little yeah, that's true. experience. Josh Jacobs doesn't seem like he... Well, he's probably pretty good. This is bad. This is <laughs> yeah. all bad. Yeah, keep going through the <laughs> roster. 16-mile-per-hour winds, gusts up to 32 degrees, and snow in the forecast. Doesn't stop there. Houston at Tennessee. It's going to be 20, which feels balmy. Real feel, 6. <laughs> okay. Six degrees, 14 mile an hour, gusts up to 33 miles per hour. But don't worry, it's going to be sunny. Uh, Bengals at Pats, that's going to be 27 degrees with a real fill of 10. 37 mile per hour gusts. Seattle at Kansas City, 16 degrees, real fill 11. Atlanta, Baltimore, 25 degrees, real feel sitting at 8. I didn't bring up Detroit at Carolina because technically it's not a freezing weather game Mm. because it will be 33, not 32. Real field, 25, gusts up to 30 miles per hour. I love all the stats, too. Joe Burrow is really good in cold games, so maybe that will help him. But I expect – I mean, some of the unders are incredibly low. you got to still bet under. Like, take New Orleans and Cleveland. If the wind is really 37 miles an hour – 
uh, don't you just play for Nick Chubb on every play if you're New Orleans and hope, same for Kamara on the other. And there's just nothing an offense can do in that. Do you like these kind of games, Maggie? So, no, I don't. I understand football weather. We've talked about this with playing in the snow, and I get how great that looks on television. But when it's just cold, when there's nothing to see except for a guy's breath, you know, like in mm. Green Bay the other night, you know, where it's just guy's breath and it's not actually Ooh, impacting the game. That sounds kind of cool. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, NFL I film, slow-mo, so. breath, that like the ice ball, that's kind of cool. But yeah, I don't know. For the players, for, you know, teams that have playoff standings and are really playing for something here, no, I, I, I'm not a huge fan. I'm one of those people that says put it all in a dome, make it even, like, I'm okay with evening the playing field when it comes to surfaces. Let's make it all grass or whatever the players want it to be. I don't know why that's such a fight. And two, you know, make it in a dome. I, I think it's better no, no, for no, no, fans no, no. Okay. also. I was with you. I don't like cold weather games too because I think they ruin the competitive balance of it. But no on domes. Domes are not exciting. Domes are boring. Okay, but how are you going to make the playing field equal? How are you going to get rid of the weather if you don't have a dome? Well, I'm going <laughs> to retract my earlier statement and say, man up and play football. It's December. I Come thought you were going to say retractable roof. Um, no, retract- actually, that's not a maybe bad that's idea the if you, if you idea. can afford it. Uh, afford I, it? You, you, they hold these cities hostage for hundreds of millions of dollars. The whole state gets held hostage to build these stadiums. Can't put a retractable roof on? What's the best stadium in the NFL? There's only one answer. Lambo. Lambo. It's not that stadium in Minnesota. It's not Ford Field in Detroit. Although those are probably gorgeous. It's yeah. not Indianapolis. Those are actually another gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, they're all really nice. Yeah, actually. the Dallas one's really nice too. <laughs> yeah, these are all beautiful. <laughs> Shofi with his covering and doesn't even need it. Okay, but <laughs> yes. there's nothing iconic about indoor football. It just is. It's different. Yes, it's competitively fair. And I'm bummed about the way some of these games are. I'm not looking forward to watching some of these games. Okay. Be really. Last night was a disaster. For example, the Jets. Jags, the offense just was not entertaining football. You know, to be honest, that weather might have been perfect, and I think Zach Wilson may have played that way. I don't <laughs> know if he can use the weather as an excuse. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, it's not like they were moving the ball great, but at least their offense could function. The Jets' offense could not function. I mean, what we witnessed last night, if you were actually watching that Thursday night game it to its conclusion, was Zach Wilson benched in the second half, and we just watched the end of a young career for a team, a guy who was taken as a franchise quarterback, second overall. You watched his career end last night. I would love with the Jets. I would love to say the weather was yeah. a reason, but you can't even blame that with Zach Wilson, the offense, the penalties, the coaching on the offense, mm. all of it. But the weather wasn't. They did have a lot of shots where the precipitation was coming in sideways. I mean, it was really windy. My deck was went crazy. Oh, last I night. drove through it in the first half. Yeah, it was I, rough. I, I think the weather was a factor. I think Zach Wilson's Jets career ended about three weeks ago. This was a death cough. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. But that's, again, it depends what we're going to see this weekend. Remember the first three quarters of the Bills-Dolphins game? That was a great football. It was cold. Just cold, yeah. It was cold, but they could move the ball, and it looked like football. Then the snow came. Now, that's a totally different animal. We love snow games. I don't like windy. I hate it. The, my least favorite game of last year was the Bills-Patriots game when Mac Jones threw the ball four times. Yep. And that's what they're expecting. The, the Browns-Saints games being compared to that. The wind is really the the worst thing that can happen to football. And I don't think people realize that. Well, you're right, and the numbers back it up. Since 2000, league-wide, scoring basically stays the same, only drops about two points for cold weather, for freezing cold temperatures. If you add in winds that are 15 mile per hour or over, you lose a touchdown. 
in the scoring. It's significant. You're right. And I I think that everyone loves a good defensive battle. Don't get me wrong. Not everything has to be, you know, 30 to 35 or whatever score. But that's not what we're talking about. This isn't great defense. This is just the wind is so crazy you can't try field goals and you can't complete a pass over 20 yards. Oh, 100%. It is so bizarre. Actually, some of that can be entertaining. But here's the problem. When this weather gets really bad is when the games mean more, too. So, again, but I'll say all that. Domes are not the answer. I don't know that there is an answer. I guess I think you could argue that this is good because it tests athletes' metal in a different and unique way. Basketball, you don't get this. Hockey, you don't get this, except for the Winter Classic. Baseball, they when it rains, they go inside because they're wimps. Well, when it's cold, though, you have to play. And you see guys in the yeah. beginning of the season, at the end, a little bit less. But definitely those April games, if you're in Cleveland, that's not fun. Yeah, but it's baseball. I mean, how hard is it to get through a whole baseball game? <laughs> yeah, you're standing out there in the cold. I think guys are super there, cold. Yeah, when you're on defense. The rest yeah. of the time, you just sit around in the eating sunflower seeds in the <laughs> in the dugout. But football is, is unique. I think that's one of the reasons we love football so much. It's the most popular sport because it's got this unique element, too. And it's got sort of it's a test of toughness. You have to admit, it really separates the men from the boys to throw out some cliches. No, but I, okay, but. You know, the physicality of the sport, the fact that it's collision sport, is that not testing the metal enough? No. The fact that they <laughs> sacrifice their bodies, all of that stuff, now we have to add, you go out there and play in real field temperatures of minus 21. Like, I get the ice bowl, and I understand that it lives on in lore, but I, was anyone better off after playing in that game? And to be honest, if I was a fan, and I don't... I, I don't know if this is sacrilegious to say this. You guys know I'm from a cold place, so I've had my fair share of cold. But... If you offered me a free ticket to go see the Bills and the Bears this weekend in Chicago where it's minus 14, I'm not going. Why not? Because I don't want to sit out there That's in minus 14. That's what alcohol 14. was invented for. <laughs> Enough so schnapps and you're fine. I don't want to have to be plastered to enjoy the game like because I can't feel my extremities. Now, old Andrew Perloff, yes, I'm totally with you. I would say home, but young Andrew Perloff went to all the cold games at the vet and the link and loved every every minute of okay, it. Okay, but the thing was is, amazing. is that young Andrew Perloff might not be able to afford the tickets that old Andrew Perloff can afford to have, right? Like, when you're young and stupid and can sit out there and take your shirt off or whatever in the cold. <laughs> that I did not do, by the way, just <laughs> well, so we're clear. But that also is like, that. you know, you might not be able to, you know, have the disposable income at the time to enjoy those kind of games. I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm just saying that these are not my favorites. All right. So what do you expect this weekend? You think we're going to see real football or sort of a facsimile of football? I think you're going to see some bizarre outcomes. Yeah. I think the Cleveland game you can take off the board. That's different than the rest because they're having this wind and snow attack. Yeah. I mean. I think the Cincinnati-New England game is going to be a real game because that one seems. uh, 37-degree gusts. Now, I I know why you're really nervous. Yeah, I'm nervous about the Bills playing in cold weather. Yes. Because, Not that they can't play in cold weather. But you're you know afraid I mean. Josh Allen's going to be taken to the ground against the hard surface, much like Jalen Hurts, and get hurt. Well, I mean, it, would I be crazy to think that? But you're a Super Bowl contender. How can you be scared of the Chicago Bears? Well, you're a Super Bowl contender, and Jalen Hurts isn't playing this week because the Chicago Bears defensive lineman fell on his shoulder. Yes. It's a bummer. That's... True. (laughs) Just because you don't care, you, Andrew Perloff, don't care about the outcome of the Eagles-Dallas game doesn't mean that Jalen Hurts doesn't. We don't even know really how bad his shoulder is. Yes, and I have a sense it's not too bad because I saw him wing out a uh, touchdown pass to A.J. Brown with that shoulder. Yeah, but that's adrenaline. What happens in the course of the game you have to throw out? 
I think that they're just keeping their cards close to the vest and they don't want to they don't want to show the Cowboys too much this week. So I think they're going with Gardner. If he needed to play, I get I mean, I don't know, but I guess that Jalen Hurts could be out there. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Want to know your thoughts on these cold weather games? I mean, we're talking freezing temperatures, and Detroit and Carolina is basically freezing. So seven, let's call it eight games that are going to be basically decided by the elements and the running backs. I I really think that's what it is. You know, whose line's going to block? How are the crews going to call these games? Are they going to do the ticky-tack fouls? Are they going to let guys play a little bit more? That's what's going to decide this, not the actual skill position players beyond the quarterbacks, I guess. I don't know. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Also curious how people are watching this weekend. You know, everyone on Christmas Eve and Christmas, you've got your own you've got your oh, own traditions and stuff. Like, you're going to four different places. Yeah. You're going to be all over. Stu, I'm not sure if you're going to be able to plant yourself on the couch. It's hard. It's yeah, I'm just going to the parents, and I want to spend time with the parents you know, more than watching football, but I'm sure I'll see some of it. But well, that's it. Stu, you're an only child, right? I am. You got to give them 100%. I know. Wait, get tough. out of here. What are you talking about? Uh-oh. Your parents, you're putting your parents over football? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Yeah. If, I if the Raiders In the holiday were, season, if how the dare Raiders you? were eight and six and not six and eight, would that still be the priorities? Uh, that's, that's, a good, that's a good point. That's of co- fair. Of course, Stu is a good son, by the way. <laughs> yeah, of course he is. I know. <laughs> Wait, don't your parents live in this area? They do, yeah. But, you know. Oh, so she'll go see him on a Wednesday night. We have to waste football time. <laughs> who needs Christmas? Yeah, who has to do with Christmas Eve? Why? I mean, come on. I mean, you get Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. There's plenty of time to catch up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Stu, if Stu's parents are listening, you hear that? Stu's not coming home. 855-212-4CBS. You'll get over it. 855-212-4227. Okay. Want to hear from you. Get involved early and often today. We're going to have a lot of fun on today's show. Going to go through the week 16 slate. That's going to be great. Perloff and I are also going to go through the biggest sports stories of the year from 2022. And we're going to give you our biggest from the year. So we'll do all that. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Get on board. It's the Maggie and Perloff Show, CBS Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 158, and the free Odyssey app. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This season, for the first time, you can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast stream live for free Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, holiday triple headers, and every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One station streams, or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone. Free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Wow. Stu, I don't know. What, what, what is this music? That, that was Christmas music? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds great. It felt like it's my daughter playing the piano. <laughs> <laughs> and isn't that nice? I guess so. I don't know. Is this from a professional catalog, or where'd you, did you actually record This is a your folder niece? we have of holiday music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this is Stu last night, <laughs> set up uh, by the yes, baby grand this. piano on the 11th floor. Do you, guys get to, do you guys get together and sing or play music or do anything like that? Uh, yeah. So no, I, get yeah. out of here. My in-laws are really great singers. I mean, amazing singers. My mother-in-law and father-in-law. And it is a tradition that on Christmas Eve, we sing Christmas carols. Can I hear some? Nope. Oh, come on, <laughs> They're the good singers. I never said I was. Give me some Silent Night. Give me some. No, I will. Uh, no. Silent. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I don't have, I don't have my stuff, you know. It's not like, I'm not in my pajamas. It's not, I don't have the scene here, you know. I'm out of my element. What about you? So, I do not sing. But there's a big hootenanny. My <laughs> father-in-law plays the piano. Yeah, your daughter My, must plays, play violin. Plays the violin. Uh, people play the bongo drums. It's a gigantic <laughs> wow, instrumental. Wow, anything you can get your hands on. Yeah, yeah. It's a big, it's a very musical family, and I am totally not musical. I sit there and I film it on my iPhone. <laughs> That's how you get out of singing? Oh, you do, nobody wants to hear me sing. It's okay. I don't have to get out of I know, singing. Well, we they don't request hear, I don't sing. <laughs> we don't want to hear your impersonations either, but you keep doing mm-hmm. them. <laughs> That's true. But my singing is even worse than my impersonations. So, <laughs> Impossible. Yeah, there is a, it's definitely a weird Perloff family tradition. Uh, and I don't like it to be honest, but I endure. Who it. does it? Your side or your my, my, your wife's side? No, my wife's side. Uh, it's, yeah, are you kidding me? My side? No, <laughs> no. We actually. So full disclosure: I grew up with Christmas and Hanukkah. My dad is Jewish. My mom is Christian. Yeah. So we had a gigantic. Our big night was Christmas Eve. My, yeah. My mother's family is Norwegian, and they celebrate Christmas Eve. They don't do Christmas Day. Is that right? So the big big party is Christmas Eve, and it's huge. Uh, so growing up, Christmas like Eve was de- about... What are the delicacies of a Norwegian so, Christmas Eve? Uh, a lot of fish? Yes, although we didn't do a ton of that. Uh, the cookies were yulekakas. You know what those are, right? Never heard of that word oh, before in my amazing. life. <laughs> I think you just made it up. Um, Sounds y- made up. And there was, ye- you know, yetos? 
again, are, where are you pulling this from? Gatos is a brown cheese that is unbelievable. Uh, brown cheese. Yes, it is the most fragrant, strongest <laughs> cheese. Yes. It smells like a foot. Uh, yeah, then there was, I can't even remember what it's called. It's kind of like. Wait, a, what's the first thing you said? Ultacockers? Yulecockers? Yulecocker. <laughs> You look at, oh yeah. What is that? A, that's a cookie. That's a cookie. And then there are these giant. It's just basically carbs. It's all carbs. There's these giant pancake things. I can't remember what they're Pitzels. called. Pizzels. No. Keep going. And <laughs> that's all. Anyway, I got. you put them in the oven and then you put butter all over them and Ooh. eat You've them. been holding out on us. Why don't we yeah, have Norwegian any of this? It's the best. Why didn't we have any of this in the studio? We could have been doing a whole Norwegian Christmas. We could have got Bez- Boomer Esiason, yeah. you. <laughs> this is that's as many Norwegian people as I know. Boomer's Jewish? I mean, uh, Norwegian? <laughs> yes. I thought he was Jewish. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, okay. It's hard yeah, to tell. He's like the head of the Norwegian parades and stuff in New York. Yeah. I, you know, basically, you always kid me about my pale skin. That's yeah. all the Norwegian side of me. So I, I'm almost, <laughs> almost 50% Norwegian. So, wait, what's bigger for you guys, Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? Uh, Christmas Day? Well, Christmas Eve is the singing at night. It starts getting going. Before we all had kids, we used to go to a movie on Christmas Eve. So that was cool before kids became involved, nieces and nephews of my son. But uh, and then Christmas Day is great because we do gifts and breakfast and like, you know, oh, danishes and stuff. I am. I've gone down a, a very dangerous wormhole of Norwegian foods. That so good. <laughs> Why do you order some of that? You're like, let's get Korean tacos today. I'm like, all right, yeah. sure. Who's I, delivering Korean tacos on December 23rd? But we do live in New York. I don't know if you can order Norwegian food in New York. You can order anything, right? I, we always like to say we can. Yeah. 855-212-4CBS. What was the name of the cheese again? Yatos. I'm looking at pictures of it. Here, this is, that's it. Never seen that or heard of it before. In my, it looks like bologna. Yeah, it's like it is a little like bologna. <laughs> Let's go to our buddy Sean, who's in Oregon. Sean, you ever have Yatos before? I don't think so, you guys. <laughs> I want to start off by saying Happy Hanukkah and Merry Christmas to you both. Oh, thanks, Sean. You yeah, too. Yeah, thank you. And I like uh, having roast beef on Christmas. I like like last year I smoked a prime rib roast on the Traeger. Oh, I really nice. enjoy that. Whoa. There you go. It sounds amazing. Apparently, my husband, just a quick aside, was trying to get like a big roast for us for tomorrow. Went to a new butcher shop that's supposed to be amazing in uh, where we live. He said the line was three mm. blocks deep. Couldn't do it. Sean, what else you got? Um, You know, I think, you know, football on this Christmas is pretty cool. You know, you don't get football on every Christmas, but still... Um, I'm kind of stuck on the NBA, and I'm going to really enjoy watching uh, Luka and LeBron. I hope I get to see a good game. Um, but uh, on the football side, I hear you on uh, the weather, You know, especially the older you get. When I go and buy tickets early in the season, I always, uh, even when I go see a baseball game, I want it nice and moderate where it's not too hot, not too cold. Amen. You know what I mean? Yep. Absolutely. And I just want to say um, – Merry Christmas again, you guys. Have a great day. I really enjoy calling you guys. A great show. Thanks, Sean. Uh, thank you, Sean. Merry Appreciate Christmas. Appreciate it. Have a great holiday and Happy New Year. We're going to be off next week, but we'll be back on the second. Um, but- By the way, I just made a terrible mistake. I Googled Yatos. I yeah. figured it was spelled Y A Y Toast. It's G J E T O S T. Of course it is. It starts with a G and a J. 
that's some that's going to be like a random uh like jeopardy question or something that you're never going to need i'm going to bring it for you guys january 2nd i swear i will have and it smells brick. like a stinky foot and you're going to bring it here no in the it's studio? a really sweet cheese it's i can't believe you've never had it sweet cheese it's very pungent <laughs> it's very sweet that. it's got it's got like some sugar in there so it's unbelievable yeah it's like a dessert cheese if you right. knew that existed. <laughs> yes. Oh, those dessert cheeses. Sure. Yeah, I, I know sometimes people end the meal with cheese. I'm not one of those people. Oh, and if you're at a nice restaurant and they have a cheese plate, you won't do it? No, I will, but I generally don't. You'd rather have chocolate cake. <laughs> I'd or... rather have... You, you're talking to someone who eats Sour Patch Kids every day, and I'm in my late 30s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Clearly, cheese... I got a sweet tooth. So if we're, next time we're at a fancy restaurant, just say, Pat, don't give us the cheese platter. I'm okay. Not um, so December 25th, for the NBA, what are you going to break down percentage-wise? How much NBA are you going to watch and how much NFL are you going to watch? There's three NFL games on actual Christmas, whereas the NBA obviously is the slate full. One, two, three, four, five games for the NBA. Yeah, so I'll watch probably 100% NFL while I'm eating my Nickabrood and <laughs> Yatos and... Yes. Yatos omelet. You can't. You can't watch. And I'm so sorry. This is terrible because I know it's a long tradition. It's week 16 of the NFL season. You can't turn those games off for the NBA. Okay, right now. so you have Dolphins Packers is the early game on Christmas. Oh, Christmas Day. Yeah. Oh, okay. That I, I I find I bet that's going to do a really big number. I, yeah. I bet that people are really going to tune into huge. that. But so you're going up against 76ers Knicks, which I hate to say to. You and our boss, no. who hosts uh, the Right Storky Sanchez no. podcast, I think that one's going to get dusted. And then Lakers Mavs, though, as Sean was just saying, he can't wait to see Luca. That's at two thirty. That's when the football game is. What time is the football game? I thought it's on at one. Isn't a regular schedule? One o'clock mm. is the first. The Packers Dolphins. Yeah. Okay, but there are only three games in NFL, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. No, you have that game is going to go to four. You're going to miss the entire Luca game, unless it's a blowout. Which I don't think it will be. No, do I actually you? think that's going to. So think about that game for a second. I know it's not until until Sunday, so we have a, another day. But before all the slate of Saturday's games, you have Miami's lost three straight. I can't say their backs are up against the wall, but I mean they're fighting now for a wild card spot. Totally. And then you have the Packers, who maybe because they're onto something, or maybe because they're just straight up delusional, think that perhaps they could back into the playoffs. They're still playing for something. Yeah, I mean, they're like, what, 8% chance? I keep seeing that for them. Yeah. But why do you need to watch the a December Lakers-Mavs games? Explain to me, unless you're a Mavs fan. How many fan Lakers or, do you think are playing? <laughs> yeah, the Lakers are right now the 13th seed. I don't think that is a must-watch. In fact, all the NBA games are slightly flawed because of the way the season. Like, the Warriors right now, are they're not a must-watch, are they? Uh, No, they're not. The Grizzlies um, are always must-see TV. Buck Celtics is a good one. Yeah, but the Bucks Celtics. But I feel like on. I can. I We're going like to see I them still in have... the playoffs. We don't need to see them. <laughs> I still feel like I have five chances to watch Bucks Celtics yes. from now until the playoffs. But, Stu, you're a big Laker fan. How are you going to split this up? It'll be on. I mean, I'm definitely not going to watch the Broncos Rams. I'm sorry. At 4.30, that probably it, won't. You know, yeah. an NBA game probably has a chance against against the uh, Rams and the Broncos. Yeah. A chance. Now, that game is the Nickelodeon game. Um, Ooh, slime time. So, yeah, maybe... <laughs> Russell Wilson gets slimed or something like that. Um, I don't Is know. Is that why you're turn- tuning in? Maybe, yeah. Maybe that, that'll be the only reason to get me to watch that game. So I'll probably watch a little. I'm, I'm not going to be glued to it. Like you said, Anthony Davis is out. Russell Westbrook, who knows? LeBron's kind of banged up. So yeah. I don't know. 
you guys, you find the Nickelodeon game interesting? Mm. Reason for you to tune I like it. not, but <laughs> I like. We got it. really excited about that slime time. I was I, like, is is Double Dare going to be on too? <laughs> at Legends of the Hidden Temple. The Nickelodeon MVP vote is one of the funniest things that happens all season. But it's long. Mitchell Trubisky somehow every year, even yeah, if he's yeah. not playing in the game. Or it's yeah, it's never. They've never had a winning quarterback or a winning player win the MVP. <laughs> I think that's intentional, isn't it? Is it no, supposed I think to be it's like a vote? <laughs> I thought it was supposed to be like, hey, even if you didn't win, you can still. Oh, I, I thought they just, I thought they mistakenly took in a vote from the fan. <laughs> I know you can vote on it because every, you can vote on everything in the Nickelodeon game. Yeah, because those votes are always straight up. But the, the funny thing about the Nickelodeon <laughs> It's a fan game, vote from Nickelodeon. The funny thing about the Nickelodeon game is Nate Burleson. Yeah, does He'll explain the basics of football, and there's so many times I'm like, "Oh, that's why that guy can't move before the snap." <laughs> there's, there's about a thousand things that, I that's learned. That's the illegal formation they yeah. were talking about. Yeah, 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 uh-huh. yeah. There's yeah. so many things that Nate Burleson's explaining to a ten-year-old that is completely <laughs> new to me. I'm like, "Oh, he has to be set." Ah, it should be required watching and viewing for all sports media. Yeah. Well, even so, I mean, football is so ridiculously overcomplicated. The penalty the other day when the Washington Commanders receiver lined up off the line. Oh, well, that like, was just ridiculous. But I mean, even so, no one knows that rule. You look at a general, I don't think the casual fan or even the NFL writer really knows the formations that are legal or illegal. Well, no, I mean, listen, Belichick's still trying to mess with some of those <laughs> Yeah, formations. I don't think some of the coaches know. <laughs> but the, no, but the thing about that one was ridiculous because even if you've never watched an NFL game, you saw Terry McLaurin check with the referee. I mean... The referee says, yes, you're good. Then you can't get flagged. No, that was insane. I totally and now agree. the commanders go to San Francisco. It's going to be an interesting I might one. actually email Nate some questions about what. <laughs> can you work this into the broadcast? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. When this guy goes in motion, why can he, uh, does he have to be set by the time the ball, no, I don't know. <laughs> why do they call it encroachment? Yeah. <laughs> I know why, but yeah, what what questions would we have for Nate? Well, I always, and I've been explaining this 50 times by football people, the difference between a five technique and a three technique and mm. the, the different gaps. Nobody understands that. <laughs> well, the gaps are kind of easy. Well, you yeah. gotta, you just have to have gap integrity. If you don't have yeah. gap integrity, the gaps it. are not that easy because there's like half gaps too. <laughs> no, it's, it's pretty complicated. Do you know what a five technique is? <laughs> sure. Yeah, I think it's, <laughs> I'm I used to think it was like that a, one. No, I, I, I was already in the gaps. Now you got me on the three and the five technique. A so gap, wait, B gap. The five I know technique. One of them's the nose tackle. I just don't yeah. know which one's which. But the five technique it does not mean you're a five tool player. It means you line up over the five, right? Isn't that what it means? Yes. That would make sense. So that would be the nose tackle. The 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 classic nose tackle would be it's the five. The five, tech, yeah. Because he's not lined up right over the ball. Right, but then there's a three technique who lines up over, I guess, the guard. But then there's guys who line up in between, and it's all a mess. I yeah, took a scouting class and I like quit halfway through. <laughs> you know, do you remember Dan Hatman's scouting class? Yeah. I took I took like nine YouTube lessons. The, what did and, you, what's the biggest thing you learned? Well, basically that it's impossible to understand what a team is really trying to do. Because if you don't know the play that they called, there's no way to evaluate who did well on the play. Because basically... Okay, then why does anyone subscribe to Pro Football Focus or why do any football outsiders or any of these people? Well, I think that those they do the best job they can. But I think Bill Belichick said Pro Football Focus was silly because he said this very exact thing. He's like, you don't know what play was called. Yeah, but Bill Belichick will say it's silly and he'll be a platinum subscriber. You know? No, he won't use Pro, Pro. They have their own metrics. No. All the teams have their own analytics departments. No, I'm sure they do, but I bet I could see Belichick saying, oh, that's silly when really he probably... No, I don't does think he find uses, value in it. No, I don't think he uses pro football focus. In fact, I'm almost positive. He wouldn't tell us the truth anyway. They have more advanced. They have a whole different set of. They, they all have real analytics. They have like 
15 people doing it. Why would they use pro football? football? Maybe they'll use it, but it's not so the So what are the thing. scouts looking at then? What do you learn in scouting school? You basically learn, yeah, it's really it's really complicated. You learn like who sets the edge and things like that. What a, I can't remember what a linebacker is supposed to do on a given play, but it's hard to tell. It's yeah. really hard to tell. I heard an interesting scouting tidbit the other day, uh, an analytic tidbit uh, from a guy on a team. He said that analytics departments say if you can run and have completions at total 53 in a game, you are almost definitely going to win an NFL game. So basically, 53 runs and completions. So if you're running win. 53 offensive plays successfully? No, 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 no. Basically, right, successfully. So yeah. it either has to be a catch right. or a run. So a lot of coaches will be told by their analytics department, no matter what you do, get to 53. No matter how. No so, matter how. So this is how we get the Patriots running 500 screen passes. Yes, or you might have a team that's running the ball when it doesn't look like it should be because they're trying to get to that magic number of 53 because I think it has such an impact on the defense. Okay, I get what you're talking about there, and I see it, but that also, like, you have to, don't you have to watch the game? Because it looks like sometimes there are coaches out there who don't seem like they're actually watching what's going on in the game. Like, like they're I, playing to that number. Well, I always feel like there's some offensive coordinators who they're looking in that play sheet so much, it's like they're going to fall into it. Like, are you not watching the game? You're just trying to get to 53, Maggie, no matter how you can. It causes all kinds of problems. So basically, I think the job of a coach is to balance what the analytics department is giving you and what the coaches are giving you and find some happy medium. Well, it's like when teams go away from the run when the run is working so well or vice versa, don't go to the run when things aren't working. It's like it makes no sense, but I guess that sheds a little bit of light on it. Yeah, I mean, that's not every team, but there are certain teams that have that. 53 is a magic number, apparently. That makes perfect sense. You want to control the ball. Yeah, but it also depends on who's the defense you're playing on the other side. Do they have great corners? Do they have great defensive linemen? Who are you coaching against on the defensive side? Remember this, the Breeze Saints teams? They would have five plays and they'd be in the end zone on the other side. Then their defense would just get killed all day long because they didn't have a breather. So maybe That was, it, the, that was the Chip Kelly Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. So maybe there's an argument that, believe it or not, you don't want the best possible offense. I, I think you see a little bit of that with Mahomes. When Mahomes plays more under control and doesn't quick strike too much, the defense is up now. So it's really complicated. I don't know what we learned here, but... <laughs> well, all... time of possession, I understand that, but you want to run successful plays, well, I get that. But... You know why the Bills actually have a chance? Because they extend that time of possession because of Josh Allen scrambles, right? Yeah, but they also, I mean, they're also our only explosives. So there's frustrating times with the Bills when they should burn more clock and they should try to work, you know, and, and, how and go on it? more successful drives and they fail miserably at it. Yeah, It's a lot of, because you say you get a penalty on first down or you run the ball on first down and get two yards, now you're looking at a second and eight and then they try a 35-yard bomb and say it falls incomplete <laughs> and now you're third and eight. And like, if it's not successful, you're punting and you took about mm, 35 seconds off the clock. Don't you love the frustration? I'm Maggie's sorry. Bill's frustration. <laughs> we weren't even that watching just a game. A poor and she, you could get there so fast. Like, you did not have to dig deep to access that frustrated emotion of Bill's. It's right here. I'm like wearing it on my sweater. It's second and eight. Why are you throwing it 39 yards downfield? And I don't get it when other teams do it, too. Not just the Bills. I don't understand when the Cowboys do it, I don't understand when a lot of teams do it. Makes I, no sense to me. I don't. I think it might be hard to be an offensive play caller. Ah, and I'm eight five five two one two four CBS eight five five two one two four two two seven. A lot of them get to even sit in the booth. They don't even have to be out there in the negative fourteen degree weather. Calling uh, plays on a play. Sheet. You, I think you're way too harsh on play callers because 
I'm very harsh on play calls. But you don't understand. If they work, if Dak Prescott's long pass had been complete the other day, then nobody would have been ripping him. Yeah, ifs and buts, candies and nuts. I mean, like it's, it's playing it the result. I, uh, I don't think so. I, I'm just telling you, I don't like the philosophy behind it. I'm not just playing the result. It was third and ten. We're talking about the Jaguars Cowboys game. If Dak had thrown the ball over the middle, there was about an eighty-six percent chance that it would tip off a Cowboys receiver hand <laughs> well, and because, go to the Jaguars. That's because eighty-six percent of Dak's throws right now are interceptions. Yes, because they all about eighty-four percent of them hit somebody in the hands and bounce up in the air. <laughs> And now they got your Philadelphia Eagles coming in. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. We'll get to that game in just a bit because you got bodies going down left and right for that Eagles-Cowboys game. Who is actually going to be healthy to help determine the outcome of that game? Plus, a very special anniversary. It's actually happening right now. So we'll bring you the update on what's going on today. You're going to want to hear this. Time for a CBS Sports Update. Here's Marco Belletti. It's time to ask the pros where you can ask us a question. It's brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Simply check out the link, cbssportsradio.com slash askthepros, or tweet your question at cbssportsradio using the hashtag askthepros. Be listening later in the show when we might answer your question. Got a question for you on Twitter that I threw out there. Here's the scenario. You're offered a free ticket to a game for your favorite NFL team, but it's negative 10 degrees. Do you go? overwhelmingly the responses uh Keith Erzeri no this is from top he's from tops uh was just discussing something like this as I'm getting older I have zero desire to stand in the uncomfortably cold weather I'll watch from home Brian Coleman I've declined chances to go to a game to see my favorite team because the traffic parking and weather was a disaster uh only if I'm in a suite no 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 only if it's the playoffs now the playoffs is a little different yeah not for me. Yeah, the playoffs. <laughs> but others. Playoffs should be different. <laughs> yes. Uh, Ike saying, I'm a Bears fan, so this scenario is very, very possible this year. Yep. Uh, Jeff, no, but I'm going to sub-zero temperatures to see the Chiefs tomorrow because I'm already financially invested in my tickets. If I didn't already have the tickets, <laughs> I would go. I would not go for free. Playoffs a different story. Um, just a lot of no's. A lot of emphatic no's. And a one, not if Zach Wilson is the quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I felt so bad for those Jets fans in the stadium last night. Oh, by the way, what's up, Keith? I used yeah. to work with him in NBC Sports Radio. Great dude. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I get it. So nobody wants to go to these cold games. But aren't those the games you remember? You don't remember a game in October when it's nice out. Yeah. You remember going with your dad to a game and having the guy next to you throw up because he drank too much peach schnapps <laughs> to try and stay warm. And you you remember like, oh, I don't know. Am I frostbitten? Am I not frostbitten? That's football memories. <laughs> That's getting very, very specific. Yeah. A peach schnapps doesn't... Uh, oh, everything I knew learned about drinking manly, as a child. That's not a manly drink. Though. Schnapps is a big cold weather thing, though. Yeah, I mean, it's but not really peppermint pe- usually. Peppermint schnapps, uh, yeah. Peach. <laughs> I, actually, I think there was peach schnapps, too. It's pretty popular. I don't know. Anything You're the person warm. who won't drink rum. Because he said it's not a it's not a manly drink. I t- I didn't a say rum I and coke. Part of me. No, no, no. Let's be very clear. This caused a lot of controversy. Yeah. The Dan Patrick show. <laughs> I don't drink anything. Right, you don't drink. I anything. just disrespect men who order rum and coke. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I, I didn't get the phrasing particularly. Well, the big right issue there. was you, there was a guy. There was a guy who would order dark and stormies. Do you know what a dark and stormy is? I love a dark and stormy. It's ginger ale and rum. Yeah, it's delicious. So basically, it's a rum and coke that has is dressed up in a mysterious name. Yeah, and they drink it in Bermuda if you've ever 
yeah. get lucky enough to go there to the pink beaches. But it's still kind of a soft drink. It's you might as well put an umbrella in that bad boy. <laughs> what's what's wrong with a little <laughs> umbrella? It's like you can really relax when you have an umbrella in your. Okay, drink. Maggie, you're. Let's go back. You're single in the bar scene. Yeah. And a guy, did you judge guys <laughs> on what they ordered? Um, I if really he, wasn't paying ordered... that much attention, to be honest. That's <laughs> no, no, a little no, more but <laughs> if a guy came up to you and said, hey, can I buy you a drink? And then cute, you'd be like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, you'd be like, get me a white wine. And he'd be like, I, can I have a white wine and a pina colada? <laughs> That's not an immediate. I'd be like, all right, maybe, this, maybe there's more to this guy than meets the eye. Yeah. No, so, you wouldn't. You would run for your life. No, my <laughs> husband actually went through a bad stretch where every drink he ordered came in the most ridiculous glass. <laughs> it was like, it was like uh, everywhere we were, it was like, he wasn't even ordering too complicated drinks and it would like come and it was like dry ice, like uh, be lit on fire. <laughs> I'm like, all you did was yeah. order a beer. Why is it in this fancy glass? Uh, but there are guys who try to order like an old fashioned or a martini yeah. or scotch on the rocks or yeah. just a scotch neat. Well, I'll say this as a former bartender. I don't know if I can talk. Oh, about getting that you were judging up. your judging your clients the entire time. I'm sure. Well, I was a bartender at a sports bar in New York as when I was an aspiring sports broadcaster. Shockingly, that doesn't pay the rent. So <laughs> I was a I was a, a bartender and it was like a place that you would get beers, shots and just very simple mixed drinks. Okay. So when the random person would come in and be like, can I have a dirty martini? I'm like, all right, it's four <laughs> deep at the bar here. Yes, I'm going to make it for you, but it is not going to have the love and attention to detail that I think you want it to have. It's not going to be like, you know, the top isn't going to be slowly crystallizing for you in a freezing cold drink. Oh, like man. I'm whipping this thing together because there's like a big college football game on or a big NFL yeah. game, and I got to get to the next guy. What if they tried to stump you? Like, I'll have an Alabama slammer or something. Something. I, I At the time, I knew all those. Because so, it, it was did, that kind of But it must have bar. annoyed you when... No, because yeah. especially this is the what... So here's a little advice for you guys. If you are going to a bar and you don't want to annoy the bartender, if you're getting shots, just get at least three or four. Because the more I can make at once and fill up the shaker glass yeah. and then I pour them out, if I can get like four different ones, it's easier. For, it's That's easier. It's like yeah. uh, oh, the like quantity. You, so I don't have to like waste a, all this time to make one shot. If you're I'm talking like waste a lemon it, drop shot or something that has to be made. Yes. Not just a shot of whiskey. No, no, no. shot of whiskey is fine. But like if I'm doing an Alabama Slammer or if I'm doing oh, a... Is that a shot? That's not a drink. Okay. Yeah. Or if I'm doing like a lemon drop, then if I can make a lot of them... To go through all that effort, at least I've made six drinks for you. Okay, as whatever. long as we're in this wheelhouse, yeah. I find one kind of liquor to be the most disgusting of all liquors. What's that? I think gin is gross. I do really? not understand how people drink distilled juniper leaves. Yes. <laughs> easily. Gin. A lot I of people very easily. That's why you have to drown it in tonic water. I do never like the smell or the flavor of gin. Well, a gin martini is delicious. A dirty gin martini. Nope. I no? always went vodka. Okay. Shake and not stirred. <laughs> Look at you, James Bond. <laughs> um, no, that that part I get, of it. You could do gin, but even a gin martini, you had to uh, just dump olives in there to make it kill the taste of the gin. Well, the other, it had to be freezing cold. The other thing, too, yes, it's, it helps if it's cold. I always kept my eye on the martini people, just uh, like I always they had. They do not know what they're doing. <laughs> I just had to, especially if you were in the place I was bartending. Like The other people I always had to keep my eye on were the Jaegerbaum people. And the Long Island iced tea people. Oh, like, Long Island iced tea. You don't know what you're doing. You just came in. You want a Long Island iced tea is everything on the rail with a splash of Coke. Like, 
no person in their right mind is like, oh, yeah, I want to sip on that. It's like you are here to get smashed. Yeah, you would not have liked me back in my drinking days. <laughs> I would have been trouble. Yeah, I, that's where I like, you know, make eye contact with the bouncer. Just like keep an eye on this person. I used to be the guy. We'd be at a table and I'd be like, oh, I'll go up and get drinks. Uh, yeah, I'll go get five martinis. I'd get the tray of five martinis, take about a quarter of the top, drink it all, the top, of, all, of all of them, and come back to the table. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that guy. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of mixing going on in your stomach there. That probably didn't bode well. Yeah. <laughs> a but little sip of this, a little sip of that. That's called being in your 20s. That's what you do, right? You don't Maggie? know any better. You don't know any better. But then you learn, <laughs> and yeah. usually the hard way. But was this mostly a beer bar? This, uh, was that the, it's gotta be the Beers most popular drink. Yeah, it was, it was actually, it was in New York and it was a Michigan bar and a Red Sox bar. Was this in the village? Mm-hmm. Is Uncle that Tom's. the one on 7th street? No, it was on 2nd Avenue. Yeah. 2nd Avenue and, uh, and 12th. Okay. That's where it was. Wow. I wonder if I, I sauntered in Professor there. Tom's. Professor, never heard of it. No. It's not <laughs> Professor <there>. Tom's. <laughs> How is that a sports bar? Oh, it was. <laughs> it definitely that, was. Dude, that doesn't sound like a sports bar, does right? Does not. Professor nothing. Yeah, no. Like McGavin's Shooters or something is <laughs> a sports bar. No, this one was. It was. I still have like a t-shirt that's like a, a Hent, Drew Henny t-shirt that I had to wear for Michigan games. Oh, gosh. 855-212-4CBS. Chad Henny, pardon. This is 855-212-4CBS. Who had the martinis? We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.